You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Which former player that started games for the G&G, which I hope you trademarked, then left the Packers, had a better second act in a different uniform? Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Why are we acting like a player leaving the Packers and having a better career than what they had with the Packers or being more valuable to the team that they went to than they were to the Packers as some sort of aberration? It's not un- it's not uncommon when you account for how most free agency goes. I mean, the reason why the Packers stay out of free agency is because it's a mixed bag. You're usually getting a player that another team has moved on from. Whether they say they're not worth the money that they need to be paid by us, or maybe they're not performing the way we think they should do, or they don't fit to the team. So moving on from a player and that player not being successful is not uncommon. I don't think the Packers are, are rare into this, but that's sure the vibe I got from Mark Tauscher and Jason Wildey earlier today on Wildey and Tauscher. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. The Mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's Crush. Of course, right. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. We're live from the Everlight Solo, excuse me, Everlight <laughs> Solar Studios here, and uh, get it to show eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The list, guys, not that hard to come up with. Starting with Devontae Adams, who made some news, and I know his career it just started somewhere else, but Devontae Adams was pretty adamant and not wrong that he did not need, and I don't take this as a slight against Aaron Rodgers. Right. I think it was a slight against those who said that Devontae Adams was dependent on Aaron Rodgers. He didn't need Aaron Rodgers to put up big numbers. So Devontae Adams would be example number one. I know it's only one season, but when you catch 100 passes for 1,500 yards and 15 yards per catch higher than you had your last year in Green Bay and more touchdowns than you had in your last year in Green Bay with 14, that's a pretty easy... This guy did better, at least initially, when he left Green Bay. One more great season, and it was clearly a mis- Unquestionably, it was already a mistake not to sign Devontae Adams. The yeah. Packers would be in the playoffs last year if they didn't sign Devontae Adams. 100% they're in the playoffs there. Devontae was Aaron Rodgers' safety blanket. There was a reason he had you know, 90 to 110 touches a season uh, when Devontae was in his heyday and getting 1,200 yards or better. Like The guy was... A machine, and he, he he probably got a little bit of a stat boost from Rodgers, but not like anything super substantial. He was still going to be a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver with or without Aaron Rodgers. As long as he didn't have anybody absolutely brutal, I think Devontae Adams was still going to be looked at as an, an elite player. Another one, again, just one year removed, but MVS won a Super Bowl, caught more passes than he ever did uh, in Kansas City than did with the Packers, came three yards short of having his career high in, in yards and had more touch, or high-level touchdowns too. He had his best season by far as a pro with the Chiefs and was a key contributor in the team that won a Super Bowl. Another player who would have been good with the Packers, but more importantly, he has left the Packers and is off to a hot start with a career outside of Green Bay. So I just didn't understand where it was coming from. Now, I'm not saying the Packers are wrong in some of the moves they've made, but to act like the Packers have just always made the right well, move. There's Micah, the backs? Well, like Micah Hyde? Yes, that was the, that's Hyde an easy one. went off and wasn't there another one? like Casey Hayward? Hayward, yeah. Yep. Um, How far back do you want to go? James Lofton was pretty dang good after he left Green Bay. I don't know how far. Bryce Pop went to Buffalo. Uh, Darren Sharper setting aside the off-the-field things was pretty successful. So I didn't know exactly where it was coming from outside of, like, assuming J.C. Treader was pretty good with Cleveland for a while. I I would say as good, if not better. But it's not like people don't leave Green Bay and have good careers. T-Buck, Terrell Buckley, was better in Miami than he was in Green Bay. So I'm guessing this was trying to – But even Brett Favre, year two outside of Green Bay – was 
pretty dang close to the best quarterback in football that year and carried the Vikings to the NFC Championship game. Then he Jim, quite it. Jim, you're ignoring the question, though. The question is, who had a better second act, right? So, like, MVS's second act has it's not been just, better. Devontae's hasn't been. He had one good season elsewhere. That's not to say he won't have a better but there, second I, act. I, but I, I'm not but ignoring the, the question. question was, wait, wait, stop, who stop. had a better second but act? I didn't ignore the question. I said they're both off to really good second acts. Like a hide. Like you, you, said, you said MVS undeniably has had a better second act. No, no, I did not. I said a, a start, same with Devontae. I said Devontae Adams already got it. I'm sorry. You go. You need to, You can shake That's your head incorrect. all you want. He's already got it. That's already he, amazing. He has it. So you would say if Devontae Adams retired tomorrow and was inducted into the Hall of Fame, he should be inducted as a Raider? That's not the question that he, was asked. sure is. No, it was asked not. who had a better second act. He, had, yeah, he was a better was, Packer than he was a Raider Charles so Charles Woodson may have been a better Packer than a Raider, but he played more time with the Raiders and was pretty dang close. Right. I, He's I, a Raider, so there. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, what does that have to do with anything? Because we're not, talking about, Hall of, we're well, not no, talking about Hall of Fame. What he's saying is Woodson's Bryce Pop was second better. act was definitely more successful in than Green his first, Bay. Act, first but act, but he's going down in, in Hall of Fame as Correct. a Correct. So, like, I the Hall of Fame that. thing I don't want to have a discussion on because that's silly. Casey Hay- Fine. Casey Hayward and uh, Micah Hyde are unquestionably there. I think Devontae Jamal Williams Adams, is, too. MVS are on their way. Oh, yeah. Well on their way. Jamal, Jamal Williams, Williams, Williams. Yeah. Well, But those other two are well on their way. It doesn't take a lot more, especially MVS. One more good season. He's kind of already surpassed what he did in Green Bay. So, yeah, and it, I mean, again, it's and uh, other players having success elsewhere. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Tunyon has a better year with the Bears this year than he did with the Packers last year. And I also don't understand the point of it. How far back are we going? Because Goody is a tighter window on this. I guess was this trying to set up that Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be good in New York? And how could there's no way outside of like if Aaron so under your logic if Aaron goes out and has a MVP season and loses in the AFC Championship game he didn't have a better second act that's hard to do I mean I, I, that immediately is a disingenuous question because most of the time when a guy leaves it's towards the back end of their career which is how I started right. this segment by saying that free agency inherently you're picking up someone else's scraps now yeah. when you're looking at it Green Bay undeniably made a lot of mistakes they've made. They've signed good players in free agency, but it is at risk. To try to say a full-on second act is wildly disingenuous because it's, it's impossible to do. I mean, Julius Peppers left Carolina, had a great couple of years in, in Chicago and a good couple of years in Green Bay, yeah. and still did not match what he did in Carolina. So that's kind of an impossible standard to set anyways. I would say, and I don't understand the point of it, but to try to set the bar of having a good second act somewhere else, that's almost impossible as a whole. You're trying to make Green Bay and paint it as some sort of, like, we've never made a mistake. But that's, I would say Green Bay is average with it. They've had some wins and they've had some losses yeah. letting players go. I mean, I'm sure I don't have the knowledge on every single team, obviously, but there's examples everywhere. I mean, the Patriots let go Tom, like, let Tom Brady finish out his contract. Yeah, did he have a better second half? I mean, I mean, I mean not better absolutely because he not. did more. <laughs> but, like, my point is rings, it is impossible. But he did go out and did great. He succeeded. won. He won. Like he yeah. got what he wanted. Devontae Adams won free agency. Yeah. He got what he we got his money. He got closer to home and he put up and he already proved he doesn't need Aaron and this isn't personal against Aaron Rodgers for Devontae. I know they're friends. Right. He didn't need Aaron Rodgers to do it. To be elite. To be elite. Right. And because there's no denying that Aaron Rodgers might have most likely would have bumped his stats a little bit. But that doesn't mean that he can't be an elite wide receiver with a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo or Derek Carr last year. I, if anything, this argument, which again, I don't understand necessarily what they're trying to get at, proves the point of the Packers draft and develop plan is the way to do it. Because I think if you went through the history of the NFL, instead of trying to make this about the Packers, if you just went over the last 20 years of free agency, how many free agents could you see or could you say had a better second half of their career somewhere else? Hell, Reggie White was a Hall of Famer before he got to Green Bay. Go look what he did in Philadelphia. Right. But we're yeah. not we're, we're still claiming Reggie White here as we should. Right. So Charles Woodson and calling the Super Bowl. Yes, was was uh, was pretty damn good before he got here. Right. And then pushed it over the top and then went back over there. So it goes both ways, but I would say it's incredibly rare for a player to leave a team and have a second act somewhere else. So it's not a Green Bay thing, it's an NFL thing. So instead of focusing on that part of it, which I think is purposely disingenuous. Trophy, uh, Kurt Warner. <laughs> there you go. Mark Brunel. 
I mean, if you want to do it like that, but those are, <laughs> but those are dumb. Like that doesn't. Right. So, but those would be the the second act. <laughs> but that's also why it said Aaron Brooks, who were starters, is what the tweet said. But, but again, but this is why it is purposely disingenuous. Or you're obtuse. the one being disingenuous. I'm you're not, not. You're not quoting the question right at all. No, I, well, you've quoted so, it multiple quote times it for me. Just exactly. got done talking with a former teammate, and he asked an interesting question. This is from Mark Tasher's Twitter. Interesting question I'm posing for tomorrow's Wildy and Taus. Which former player that started games for the Green and Gold, then left the Packers, had a better second act in a different uniform? Right, and I've addressed that three times. My point is this is disingenuous because I would bet in the history of the last 20 years of the NFL that almost never happens. I, I bet we could I mean we could go to other teams and we can do really it just go fine. ahead, start because again, Julius Peppers, who I listed, if you're listening, left Carolina, was a pro bowler in Chicago and Green Bay, did not have a better second act than what he had in Carolina. I agree with that. So I'm saying it is incredibly rare for because Jared if a player Allen, leaves Jared Allen was drafted by the Chiefs and then went on to have his best career. Well, did he start there? I think he did. Maybe. Maybe. I guess I don't know for certain if he started. I imagine he started, and then he had his best career so in Minnesota. My whole point is that the argument is silly because you're talking about a handful of times it's happened ever, what's let the, alone with what's Green Bay. What's the argument? My, the argument? Of, yeah. I don't understand the point of this. because It was just a question. But my point is it's a bad question because – it is rare in the NFL. As players it's like get older, they get worse. Reggie so like, White right. did not it's have hard a to better, be better. Right? Yeah. Nobody's, so, nobody's disagreeing. With but it. why yeah. is it specific to Green Bay? Like Green Bay is not. He was special. talking to a former teammate but, who played for the Green that, Bay Packers. He's presenting it like it's rare because Green Bay's never had to screw up. I would say it's. I think you 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 interpreted it as rare. Really. No, I'm saying he said a oh, good question here. I would say in free agency in well, general, I mean, it's Reggie White. Rare. So to this point, Reggie White did not have a better career since he, when he left Philadelphia. I, I I guess I don't know how long he was in Philly. He was a Hall of Famer when he left Philly, right? And then he and came. Then to God Green- told him to come to Green Bay, right? Along with a lot of other things that we probably he got a Super Bowl. With. He did, so, yeah. So but like- he won. He established himself as a football player, Hall of Famer in Philadelphia, right? Okay. So. My whole point of this is I don't understand what the hell the point of Tauscher's tweet was outside of it's rare in general. Give me the list of guys who leave a team and have a second, a better second act with a different team. Jay Cutler. No. Yeah, his first act was with the Denver Broncos. But that's oh. not a good. But he wasn't good there. He's not. He was not good in Chicago. You would. He's much better in Chicago than he was in Denver. Was he though? In Denver, he went to a Pro Bowl as a first-time ballot. I don't think he got to one in Chicago. He in got to short, an NFC Championship game. But he would not as as the star player. He was viewed as a higher-level prospect and a better viewed player in Denver than he was in Chicago. And don't give me that because every Packer fan loves to crap on Jay Cutler. He had a better second act. That's a fact. He he was much better in Chicago than he was in Denver. Okay, you got one. Now give me more. My point is it's incredibly rare. I'm just trying to think like upper echelon players off the top of my head. Right. I mean, this is my point. It's rare in football in general. Because there's the two for the Packers that we mentioned, the DBs, Micah Hyde and Casey Hayward. Jamal, too. I, Jamal I would say we're, we all agree Jamal Williams has been better in Detroit and now uh, we'll find out in New Orleans than he was in Green Bay. Right. But, I mean, to your point, I mean, I mean, if you're using – if you're not giving it to Devontae in one year, Jamal had one amazing year in Detroit. The year prior, he had 600 yards. Right? Right, we're giving it to Jamal. But I'm saying if you're giving it to Jamal, you've got to give it to Devontae because Jamal has Agreed. two seasons in Detroit. Alex won't give it to Devontae. I'll give it to Devontae. It's only been one year. Too. I can't give it to Devontae. But that's He's multiple times. And again, you're proving my point that this question is inane because but it, it's I so I, rare. I'm not saying he won't be. But it's I, so rare. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that. Establish it for me. What does Devontae have to do in Vegas to have a better post-Packer career? Again, I I, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but he was in Green Bay for, let's say, what, six or seven years? Mm -hmm. So if he can play a good four years all pro every year, which I think, I assume he was last year, a great year last year. Uh, Like, yeah, if he gets four all pros, if he makes a good playoff run at some point, I would call that a better career. Right. Oh, is that all? So my point is, this is such a weird question because you're asking for like the one of ones. Like you're asking for. Yeah, I think that was the point of the question. I don't. I don't think it was like, oh, we're so much better than everybody else. They but then just, why are we asking this question of specific to Green Bay? Because it should I, well, be in the NFL. Because I think we're in, they're trying to make it specific to <laughs> Green Bay. One, because yeah, they're they're teammates that played for it, and two, they're trying to like promote like the whole. Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers thing that just happened. They're Thank trying. You. They're trying to say they're it's failing not that at that. Bad. They're it's failing that at that. Bad. That's my point. Fa- might, Aaron Rodgers might not that have that much gas in the tank. This was okay to move on. That I, was the point. And I, I'll give you this. I'm going to assume Mark Tosh, radio host, 
and former Packer player he was talking to had an angle on an agenda with what they were putting out there. Because that's your job as a radio host, to have an angle on an agenda. So the angle on an agenda that somehow that players don't leave Green Bay and are successful would be a false narrative. Let's go out to Ed and Matt Town. That's what I'm trying to set up. Hey, Ed. Gentlemen, I, uh, I just got three names off the top of my head. Uh, Steve Young, Trent Dilfer, and Deion Sanders. They all went to different teams. They all won Super Bowls. All right, Trent now, Dilfer. Deion Sanders obviously won. We're not going to Super Bowls. Dilfer is not it, man. Dilfer, like, that that guy does not count. He actually might have put up more numbers in Tampa. All right. And Deion bounced yeah, around, but true. it's fine. But, okay, that's fine. I'll give you that. Quarterback is the – look, quarterback is the one that makes it different. But, again, which excludes Green Bay from the conversation. Because, right. again, very specific. Because Green Bay let Mark Brunel, Aaron Brooks, and Kurt Warner walk uh, out the door. You. So, again, a very specific and narrowed argument – to what I would assume, try to make Green Bay look really good. Because if you assume non-starters, that opens it up. Because then someone Green Bay could have just missed on. Like Brunel, like Warner, and like Aaron Brooks. Yeah. Like, you could just miss on players who are non-starters with your team. You just, you didn't see what they had. And there's no crime in that. And sometimes players don't fit your schemes. And my whole point is that this still goes back to... Maybe Aaron Rodgers' complaint and Brett Favre's complaint draft and develops the way to build a team. Because it is incredibly rare outside of the quarterback position for a player, because everyone's chiming in with quarterbacks. Dion, man, that's tough. Because he went Atlanta, but then he went to Dallas and San Francisco or flipped it. So what he did in Atlanta as a player might have been the most there because he didn't play a lot for Dallas or for San Francisco. Like he was kind of a, a hired gun. That's crazy too because I when I think of Deion Sanders, like I think of him as a cowboy. This is fun, yeah. Because I I don't know that's just like my memory of him. Most prolific in my head is Deion Sanders, the cowboy. I forgot he even played for San Francisco. I knew he was drafted by Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, what I'm getting at here is that outside of the quarterback position, free agency is always a risk, and Green Bay's been just fine in it. They've let some players go. They've brought some players in. Would you say that Zadarius Smith had a better career since leaving Baltimore than with, um, with, with Baltimore? Uh, ooh, that's a good he one. He was pretty good in Baltimore, and he had the, like one good year in Green Bay, right? And then, uh, yeah, two two good years in Green Bay. Two good years. And then and that then really weird year. Here. Yeah. Preston Smith, I feel like he's the same in Washington as he was in Green pretty Bay. Pretty comparable, yeah. Yeah. So it's hard. It's, it's hard. Adrian Amos, more wins in Green Bay, but I think he might have had – Probably the same type of play. I mean, he was viewed as a good starting oh. safety in Chicago and then in Green Bay. He just had a better team in Green Bay. Yeah. But, like, did he actually play better? Uh, I don't know. Oh, Blake Martinez. Oh, who is the who is the one? Uh, he might not have been a starter. I was thinking of the corner that was Razul Douglas. Wasn't he, like, pulled? He, he, he was never a starter anywhere else. So right. again, but that, okay. would, that would – again, the start is a they weird – just missed on The start guy. is a weird asterisk because, yeah. to me – Finding the guy like Douglas is exceptional for Green Bay. A real, and if Green Bay lost a guy like that, which I'm sure they have, Terrell Buckley was better in Miami than he was in Green Bay. He had a better post career. Bryce Pop had a better career outside of Green Bay. James Lofton did too. Um, but my point is that's the NFL. That's the NFL free agency. All that does is drive home the point that free agency is hard, and you really don't want to be in that game. Now, yeah, yeah. I have a question as we go to break, uh, 844-770-3776. How long is too long to pay someone for shoes that you picked up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll answer that on the other side. It's Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Seven years, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is not going to be called that anymore. Oh, no. 844-770-3776. Why? What's it going to be called? 844-770. I know the answer. So if you know the answer, don't share it. But if you don't, <laughs> wrong answers only. 844-770-3776. After 87 years, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is getting a new name. 
The tube steak station wagon. There you go. You want to write... <laughs> tube um, steak station wagon is Matt Hamilton's voice. Vote. Strofe? Let's see. What else? Is there anything else? A good one? <laughs> the flying sausage. There you go. The flying sausage. That doesn't fly. That drives. There you go. The speed sausage? That's what the they used to call me. Glizzy. <laughs> <laughs> the gas guzzling glizzy. 844-770-3776. After 87 years, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is getting a new name. I will share that name at the end of the segment. We don't need to do it long, but if you want to chime in, wrong answers only, what would you call the Wienermobile, uh, which is getting a new name after 87 years? The Weenie Machini from the Adam and Madison. <laughs> I like that one. That's pretty good. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. After eighty seven years, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is getting a new name. What would you name it? Am I gonna hate it? It's Do fine. You- I mean, I'm not attached. I guess I don't know because I'm not attached to it. Like I don't. It's fine. It's the Wienermobile. As long as they still have Weenie whistles. I, I guess I'll be a happy camper. That's the best part of the Oscar Mayer Wiener movie. Did you know what the name what? of the people who are the whistles? That's the best part of it. Well, I mean, he loves to blow that weenie whistle. Like a neat looking thing. Come on, like, Jim. You get he little... just said he was upset that they will might get rid of the weenie whistle. Are they changing the design of it or anything like that? No, are I think they... it's as phallic as ever. They're uh, just gonna. They're just gonna change the name. It's not that phallic. Uh, wiener Wanderer. Is from uh, another. Well, that's from Adam and Madison. The Matt Adam and Madison had the weenie machini. Right. Uh, the yard possum from Lake Mills. The weenie on wheels. Right. All right. Uh, just Rip and Rona chimes in. Just tuning in right now. Happy to hear that Matt didn't give a sever, sever, seven hour notice that he wasn't coming in today. <laughs> I, heard it in. I, I heard about that. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. After eighty seven years, the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile is getting a new name. Wrong answers only. What should it be? Did you know the drivers are called hot doggers? Hot doggers? Yep. Huh. I don't like that. Which is worse, hot doggers or weenie mobile? Hot doggers. Hot doggers. They do not uh, give a reason why. And it will mostly resemble the current wiener mobile, except decal displaying the new name. So. Huh. I don't know if I like this. This is one of those things I'm going to be a curmudgeon on. All right. I don't like Weird it. Heel to die on. This, Nate this Madison. Is it. Yeah. I, haven't, I, I feel like I haven't died on a useless hill yet recently, or at least for a while. I think this is a good one. Uh, Nate Madison chimes in the road dog. The road dog. <laughs> I can't read anything Coach B and SP chimed in with, so I'm going to skip all those. <laughs> Uh, after 87 years, Alex, you could give it a read-through if you want to uh, modify those, but it's too hard to modify while I'm trying to do a radio show. After 87 years, uh, the Oscar Mayer uh, Wienermobile is getting a new name. Uh, give us wrong answers only of what it should be called, 844-770-3776. He's Hamilton. I'm Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Uh, we are live from the Everlight Solar Studio. Uh, Brett in uh, Davis chimes in, the Wiener Wagon. So, um, these the are all... bus. The what? The bun bus. No? There's no buns on it, though. Isn't it? Is sure there, there is. Is there? Yeah. Sure yeah. there is. I thought it was just a, a, a wiener driving around. There's buns no, on it, too? it's a wiener and a bun. How is there not a photo of the, the... In the article, there's a photo of a cart selling Oscar Mayer Oh, yeah. I guess you're, you're right, Jimmy. There's Unless, like, the base of it is a, is a bun. It's kind of bun-colored, but, yeah, maybe it's not a bun. Yeah, I think that's actually... Yeah, I think it is a bun. I'm going to go with a bun, but it's not wrapped around like a normal bun. It's just flat, like my buns. Can I, ask, can I ask a question? You're gross. Thank you. <laughs> what do you eat from Oscar Mayer? Wieners? I mean, I don't eat. I mean, I they've yeah. got the they've got the jalapeno cheddar ones. You just pop in the microwave for like thirty seconds. Those got me through college, man. Uh, yeah, I don't. In a pinch, when we're on the road, you know, uh, doing like the Airbnb thing, we'll get some. Uh, we'll get some of the like sandwich meat. Just for like sandwiches for lunch, quick. So you get that brand. I'm just asking. Occasionally, not always. 
Because like I would buy, I, th- I just kind of looking. I think my wife is mostly I don't buys like bash Oscar Mayer though, because they have the coolest mobile. But he he <laughs> national hot dogs. I think if we have hot dogs at the house, it's usually what we get because they're all they're they have to be all yeah. be frank, so you know that they're gonna be at least better. Yeah. We have hot dogs so rarely at the so house. The place in Monona, I don't know if I'm allowed to pop anybody like this, but this place in Monona that has the best hot dogs in town. You get a quarter pound hot dogs. All beef. They're fantastic. I miss there was a place uh, on the square. It's gone now. It was a food cart. It burned down. Fibs. That was the best hot dog I had. That was a neighbor of mine growing up. Really? Yeah, just down Fascinating down the story from that yeah. guy, too. He used to work for like the Tribune, did some advertising, mm-hmm. and then opened up this uh, stand called Fibs. Uh, you know what Fibs. it stood for. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did. My wife did not. And it is funny. So we were having a discussion last, last week. We kind of talked about... My food taste or whatever. And another thing came up of my kids. We, I was walking through some things. So I said another one I'd put on the list would be mayo. And mm-hmm. my d- Rose didn't even know what it was. And so, like, that's how rare. Again, it's only, we only use it for, like, a potato salad or, like, something to combine. It's not like we don't cook with mayo or yellow mustard or any of those things. A sandwich? No. So, I don't either. I'm not I a think, either. Yeah. I think the unhealthy. Alex was telling me that might be his favorite condiment of all condiments. You're lying, right? What? Mayo? Yeah. What? I know. That oh. makes that, it tracks so hard though. So I it was like, does. Uh, like it. it's either jalapeno mustard or or mayo. Because I like I dip my I fries feel like in mayo. You're just on oh. like a jalapeno mustard kick right now. It's I like, have been for like two years now. You dip oh, your fries in mayo. I dip my fries in mayo. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> like fry sauce is just mayo and I know. Ketchup. And again, I'm not even into that. I would prefer just mixing like ketchup mustard. I think it's perfect. I'm not a big mayo chip guy. Like if I get French fries, my favorite French fries are from McDonald's. I usually don't do anything with them. Your favorite French fries are from McDonald's. Like I mean, McDonald's has a side. I mean, there might be a a restaurant. Yeah, I mean, the other restaurant. I mean, Vintage has got great French fries. I'm just saying that, like, if I'm eating a good French fry, and I'm trying to use something universal, uh, McDonald's, like, I'm not putting ketchup on it. You're just gonna eat them? Yeah, they're salted. They're made perfectly, if you will. (laughs) No, I'm not eating a hot dog. I'll put uh, ketchup and mustard, or it's definitely mustard, on a on a hot dog. But my point is, I think I found the. I no, I got yeah. it. I'm just yeah. not. I'm right not dancing. It. No, yeah, I got no, it. We I just was glazed over that one. I, I just not giving it you any sort glizzed? of. He glizzed over that one. Come on. He was there. It was there. No, it's not. We're talking Get your about mind out of the gutter. We're talking about hot dogs. We're not dogs. talking about your future mother-in-law. We're talking about hot dogs. Get your mind out of the yeah, gutter. That's why I said gliz. They're called right. glizzies. I think I figured out the most disgusting sandwich on the face of the earth. Oh, so we, we, my wife and I put this together, and what? Oscar Mayer reminded me of it. White bread. Okay. Like not, I'm, I mean, again, you can make your own white. I'm talking like 99 cent Wonder white bread. Wonder Bread. Yes. Gotcha. American cheese. Okay. Bologna and mayo. That sounds like you white. lost me at mayo. I was at that at bologna and American cheese and white bread. I was like. Sounds, you know, that, sounds that like my most likely. Unless, I, I'd eat that sandwich. I'd, I'd eat it twice a week. If you put mustard <laughs> Wait, on it, yellow mustard, I'd you, have that sandwich. I have not knowingly, and I feel pretty confident in saying this, I've never had bologna. Oh, I've definitely you had bologna. Pay, really, so my parents, why there's are you no way in no, bologna? There's no, because it's not, it's not a thing. It's just manufactured. Yeah, it's just processed meat. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. It's not oh, a, yeah. It doesn't come from an animal. It's just like. Well, no, it the, does. It does. It does. One. No. <laughs> no. Probably multiple. Multiple. Yeah. But so does like your normal. So does a hot dog. I don't brat. eat hot dogs unless they're all beef. What about brat? Brats are normally beef and pork or just pork. Right. You're right, Ali. You know, know, there's a lot of blended meats out there. Um, pork, beef, chicken, turkey. Is it in bologna? Yes. <laughs> Judgmental Jim. It's got all the meats. I've never is, so I know for it's the Arby's of meats. So my parents, <laughs> to my parents' credit, they would never ever give me a bologna sandwich ever. Right, okay. And so like that's number one. Same with American cheese. Those two things were never so given to never, me as a child. You don't think you've even had? Bologna. Why, then when would I've had it otherwise? No, I don't know. Yeah. I, so it, no. honestly, it's not that bad until you start thinking about what it is. It's actually pretty good. But I don't like. It sounds disgusting. Like I, I know what it is. There's no way I'm eating it now. Right. Fair. Like I don't think I would gag trying to eat it. Oh, it's really not that bad. But it, just the idea of it. Have you ever had spam? No. <laughs> I've never had spam, never had bologna. Right. Yeah. And just because same kind of thing. You're like spam, too processed, again, bologna, like, so processed. But also, like, I never had as a kid, so there's no nostalgia to it. Right. And I actually never had spam as a kid. There's no real nostalgia I know to some it. people, like, will make things you, with spam. You can, like, fry it up crispy. I'd it's be more likely not to bad. Tr- I'd be more likely to try spam than bologna. Like spam and eggs is Because I've heard fantastic. people... 
do that before. It'd be like yeah. a hash, like be like hash and eggs, right? Or corned beef and hash. Well, you, you could, could do it with spam. You could certainly make a hash with spam, but like I feel like I've eaten at a restaurant and maybe used some it. spam. You just fries. slice it as like you know straight out yeah. the can, like no. it's that jelly from Thanksgiving, which I don't like either. Sauce. Yes, yes. And you just slice it out the can, maybe quarter inch thick, and get it in a ripping hot pan and sear it, and so, then serve it with eggs. It's pretty good. It's it's like. It's, it's like s- a bacon. If bacon and ham had a baby, it made spam. And what is it made of? Uh, pork and ham. So it's like a cured and then potted. So it means that like they basically boil this can as they like seal the meat in, and that let it cool. And that's how spam is made. I would I would do spam over bologna. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, fried bologna sandwich though is like. No, and it, it's exactly what you described, like, except you cook the bologna. Yeah, I it's just a thing. But like, I'm too far in though. My kids. What are, if what if you went to like a good butcher and the good butcher's like, this is my homemade bologna. I no. have, I have chuck from a cow. I I have, you know, let's say like rump roast from a pig. Like, what if they were just telling you like I use chicken breast and you knew all of it was like good parts? But I'm not. Gonna you're eat associating something. it with. Like the bad parts of the meat that you don't want to think about eating, right? You're not thinking like the guy put prime rib in it and he also put a chicken breast in it and he also put like a pork butt, you know, like all your favorite I, cuts I of would, meat. I would definitely consider it, but I have a hard time eating something which the slang for is foolish or exaggerated talk or behavior and nonsense. That's what, baloney. Right. But baloney <laughs> is referred to as something that is bad in your regular language, let alone the meat, just in general. <laughs> It's hard to to eat it. He's a picky eater, right? No, no, I'm trying to think of another example of like a food. Where no, he talked me, and I would try the spam. What, what about like summer sausage? Do you like yeah, summer sausage? That's fine, yeah. Isn't that pretty similar to bologna? But again, you go uh, with no. You it go it with picky eater. Different meats, but but you go with picky right. eater again. If I go somewhere and you make something for me, I'm going to eat it. I'll right, try let me, everything. Let me rephrase. You are. I like what I like. Overly selective. I like what I like. Overly selective. Either I like something or I don't. I, but I think you just the word never stru- had bologna. He's just well, stubborn. He's stuck I don't in his have ways. To like, I don't he knows have to try what he bologna. likes, and he's not going to necessarily you're like, you're venture. You're like kids that just say they don't like tomatoes. No, no, because tomatoes has a health value. I'm not missing out. Now, I, again, I will try. If Matt's in Matt's example, I'd be open to it. Where if a butcher had a bologna that they made, and it was something, you know, again, it is something. I think an Italian dish that we've Americanized and turned into processed. God knows what. Like a hot dog, I would do it. Like I eat all beef hot dogs. I'm just not eating a, just a, a parts hot dog. I'm not eating parts meat that's just mass produced. If fair, if I go to a butcher and they're gonna make me a bologna that they tell me is really good, I would absolutely try it. I don't view it as fair. What's the name of the Wienermobile? It is yeah, called Drumroll, please. Let's oh, give me have a one. Do you have a real one? I might somewhere. Give me a second. I'm drumroll. Frank Mobile. The no. Frank Mobile? Yep. I refuse to acknowledge its existence. It you know is who's the Wiener Mobile forever. If you uh, missed any of this great uh, talk right here, you can listen back to Wisconsin on the Man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. And I know who you do respect and you do love the name of, and that's our good friends at Revive Restoration. That's right. Uh, we got a friend, Josh Duggan, over there. He is so focused on getting your business or your home back to 100%. Nobody plans for accidents to happen, but when they do, you can count on Revive Restoration and Revive Pros to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. From things like water damage, smoke, fire, mold, storm damage, and a whole lot more, Revive Restoration has you covered 24-7, 365 days a year. It's like 40 or 50% of businesses, small businesses that have an accident aren't able to come back and remain in business. Don't let that happen to you. Make sure if anything bad happens to your business or home, you know who to call. That's the Revive Pros and Revive Restoration. Go online to revivepros.com to see what they're all about. Revivepros.com. He's Matt Hamilton. JJ and Poinette chimes in one more thing on the meat discussion we've had. Anyone who compares summer sausage to bologna deserves a punch in the Wienermobile. This is Roger Hamilton presented you. by... I'm going to go hit Stroh. <laughs> Coors Light. <laughs> You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not having any fun. 
recently agreed to pay for 20 local families at a at the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center to receive mental health treatment. Burrow's father said his foundation couldn't narrow down the list of families that needed help, so they just helped all 20. So shout out to Joe Burrow. I like that little story right there. I like that too. Also, uh, I was informed I teased and then didn't pay it off, so if all of you were waiting through, uh, I will finally give you the payoff here. Matt Hamilton has paid off his shoe debt here. So it yeah. was, tell everyone one, brag about the shoes that you got. I got some sweet Nike SB Dunks. Thanks to Jim. I took the L on them. Jim was able to get them for me in my size. And it's a good feeling to be able and to come they, yeah, through. They, they're kind of modeled after those old Jansport backpacks. Like I feel like everybody had a Jansport backpack at one time. I just bought my oldest one last year, a Jansport right. backpack. So you know how the bottoms of them have that like leather-colored, yeah. like cognac leather-colored bottom, and then it's some sort of like canvas bag? Well, these shoes are blue canvas, kind of navy blue canvas with uh, the tan suede fronts. They're very neat. And I appreciate you very much, Jim. Sorry I didn't well, pay you faster. No, it's fine. It was more just funny. Uh, it He's was, living paycheck to paycheck, yes. people. The kids are very expensive. <laughs> we can eat out tonight, folks. No, it was it was more just funny. I was working through my emails, and I, I just bookmarked it. Because honestly, I'd probably end up forgetting, and you're not, know, yeah. and you're as, as forgetful as I am. So I just left it in there as like I'll delete this it when that pays me. Those, like in like a year, you would have gotten like a hundred some bucks. It would have been a nice little surprise. And if there's if there's uh, shoes closer that we both were going to, I just would have been like, if you gotten them, then Get just these, hold it. But I don't think watch. I have any lined up. So it was more just fun. I did give you a little heads up that it was uh, a little a little thing out there. But Alex, how long would you go with, before you bring up someone that owes you? Twenty four hours. <laughs> Yeah, you see Matt all the time. Like when Matt's friend on on the we have like a Facebook group and we yeah. do all the the jumping in for shoes together. I don't know that person, so I right. believe I sent you the money or him. No, I think I sent him the money, but I sent it immediately, like the second the shoes arrived, because I didn't want him at all to freak out. I right. was not worried. Well, about- he was he was like, should I pay Jim? I was like, don't pay Jim until the shoes get here because they might get canceled. Like you never know. Yeah. So once Jim's got them in hand, that's when you should pay him yeah and so like that's, that's the way how it worked out yeah exactly and that's kind of the standard but also i hate for anyone that doesn't know me personally to, like worry at all i wasn't worried about matt matt right not and living i wasn't paycheck. worried that i owed you because <laughs> <laughs> uh no, yeah so don't worry jim i was not concerned in the good. least that's that's wonderful <laughs> this is relative hamilton presented by coors light uh Devante adams i wanted to just talk about this i'm not sure the exact topic on it but you can you can uh, react to it 844-770-3776 this is from the ringer Adam said, now people can't say that. They'll never have that narrative again. He felt vindicated by the all-pro honor. Some tightly wound part of him loomed. It proved that I am me. A quarterback doesn't make me. I make me. And I can do that consistently at any level. That's why this last season meant a lot. Even if I went and played like dog crap next year, they can't say it because now I've already proved it. Throughout the course of a season, played every game, Put together a resume that says, I do not need, he pauses, you can erase all the numbers. You just go write it in. He didn't need Aaron Rodgers. That's what Devontae had to say. Aaron Rodgers also liked that quote on Twitter. For again, I don't take it personal. I don't think no, it is personal. Didn't. Right. Well, I think, again, it's it's one of those kind of loaded questions where they're trying to get Devonte to almost like take a side on it. Well, they didn't ask him, "Do you need Aaron Rodgers?" This was more. This was an article, full story about Devonte, and this is the quote is well, very know, much about like, proving to himself. The whole question itself is clearly like, "This is a little worked." We don't know the question. Let's be honest, let's be okay. fair. We don't because this is a long story written about Devonte Adams and his. Ability to believe in himself, bet on himself. This is the only reason Aaron Rodgers' name is in it because that was his quarterback two years ago. It's literally divine. Well, it's because he had all of his success as a football player up to this point. Right, but if he had if he had done that with Patrick Mahomes, it just would have subbed in Patrick Mahomes' name. One hundred percent. So, like the Aaron Rodgers part of it is just more like factual than anything else. I love this about Devontae though that he had this sort of inner burning to say. I can go out there and I can go and do this without my star quarterback. I went and did this with with Carr as my quarterback, and I'm going to go do it again with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think that's great because Aaron Rodgers didn't say this. A lot of Packer fans intimated it, though. A lot of Packer fans said, well, Devontae needs Aaron more than Aaron needs Devontae. They needed each other equally. We'll go with – actually, I shouldn't say that. 
Aaron Rodgers needed Devontae Adams more than, Aaron, than Devontae Adams needed Aaron Rodgers last year. Is statistically. That a question? Should we ask it like that? Because statistically. I mean, I don't know if it's a question. Aaron Rodgers isn't even a quarterback anymore. Like, I love. He uh, had a bad year last year. Poly, so. I'm going to start calling you Polymata. Poly, you know, instead of Pollyanna, I'll call you. Polymata? Poly, Polymata. Because, like, you're assuming that we're not tracking what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Like, Aaron Rodgers is always in your atmosphere. Just like Brett Favre. When he pops up doing something dumb, it still pops up in the news waves here. It's going to – Aaron Rodgers can do the same. Yeah. But we can figure out if we want to pull it. But, well, I, I just – Devontae proved he didn't need Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has not proven that he doesn't need elite receiver. He might not have that chance. We don't. I don't know what Garrett Wilson's going to be, but it seems like he could be pretty good. Garrett Wilson has a better start to his career than Devontae Adams. Garrett Wilson caught 83 passes for 1,100 yards. Right. So That's I mean. those numbers Again, should look like. I'm not saying he's elite. I'm not saying he's as good as Devontae Adams, but he's certainly trending in the right direction. Those numbers next year should look like Devontae's. They're pretty dang close anyways. Yeah. But touchdowns, really. Honestly, he had a Devontae season. He just had the touchdowns. Because that is the difference, in my opinion, between great – Quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, and good or bad quarterbacks, and whatever Jordan Love or, or Carr, who I think is good, but Carr, but Devontae had the catches. But when you're right. looking at Flacco, Zach Rock Wilson, well. and uh, it was the, Zach White throwing you the ball, yeah, four touchdowns is kind of what you're going to get. Yeah, uh, Mike White. What did I say? Zach White. Yeah. All right. So, uh, anyways, all the same person. Yep. It's Zach <laughs> Flacco White is yep. basically who quarterbacked the uh, the New York Jets last year. Uh, I drove in today, and I'm let's think it's next week, Friday. I'm not on the show because I'm taking the uh, the camper, and I'm taking my truck from Cinnamon Chevy in Mount Horror, but I'm taking that camper down to Lake Geneva. We're going to have an extended weekend down there. We're going to have a great time. And that uh, big truck from Cinnamon Chevy in Mount Horror, you can get one of your own. I recommend if you're in the market for a new or new to you, uh, Chevy Silverado, Colorado, or Tahoe, or any other Chevy vehicle, go check out my friends at Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb. Say what's up to Dan and Aaron out there. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Uh, I need caller number, give me numbers, guys. Four. Caller number four and? Eight. Four and eight. Caller number four and caller number eight. You're entered to win, minute to win it, 844-770-3776. Caller number four and caller number eight. You're both qualified to win that $50 gift card from our friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. And if you pick the winner, me, you'll uh, you'll get that $50 gift card. 844-770-3776. Call number four and call number eight. Now, full disclosure, I have a cold. I feel like I'm a little cloudy, so maybe you want to go with Matt today. And I'm on a heater. I'm on a one-week win streak. There you go. 844-770-3776. Call number four and eight. You both qualify to win a $50 gift card from North and South. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Until you toe to toe, I should be scared, honey, maybe so. But I am worried about it right now. Keeping dreams alive. 1999 heroes. I am worried about it right now. Do you think cold brain is a, a thing? Like, if you have a cold, you're just not quite as sharp. Fogginess, for yeah. sure, yeah. Because I haven't taken anything, but like right now, I was just thinking, where's Matt? I was like, oh, that's right, we got <laughs> minutes to win it. I respect it, honestly. It's just one of those things, you're kind of working through. I don't even know if I have a cold. I just have a nonstop runny nose. I was, yeah, I was sounds, out yesterday like with, a cold the, to me. with a migraine, but like everything else feels fine. Like I don't have achy, I don't, none of my body's achy, I don't have a sore throat, nothing else. But, you know, you talk about the hiccups forever. This is super annoying because you just can't function when your nose is just running all the time. It's just one of those things that's super annoying. I'll be honest. I'll give you, I'll give you a peek behind the curtain. My wife's always excited about this. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruise Light. We'll get to minute to win it in a second. Do you take the, like if your nose is running a ton, do you take some Kleenex and put it up your nose? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've used other tools for sure. Okay. So I do the Kleenex. I mean, I live with a woman if that gives you any insight. I haven't done that. My wife would not be happy with that. She's not happy with the Kleenex. So Why? I mean, it's not the most... Attractive. It's not the most, well, number one, attractive, but I don't think, uh, you know, I'm just going to say it. I don't think you're getting lucky if you're sick anyway. That's true. But still, I got that image. Per- you know, you got to have some sort of, like, lines drawn. We've, you know, so I get it. She's, it's fine. I, I'm, I'm going to do, if I'm sick, dude, I'm the biggest baby in the world. So I'm going to do what I got to do. 
I'm not the best at it, but you know, after your your wife has two kids, you're kind of like, I gotta at least keep it in check. Like she wasn't thrilled. She went. She's not feeling the best. She went and, and did her thing yesterday and taught. I was like, I, I have a headache. I have a migraine. I'm just sleeping all day. <laughs> but uh, earlier this week, I saw our good friends at North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Smelled amazing there. Saw JD, Keith, and Ken. And I told them, I said the same thing on the radio, and it's what they pride themselves on the most, but I say it on the radio all the time, you're going to have the same experience at any three locations. And that is something that's really hard to do. Whether you're eating in Madison, DeForest, or Verona, you're going to have a great experience at North and South Sea from the Smokehouse. Uh, whether that's dining in, carrying out, they were so busy with like graduations, and I think prom was going on, they were so busy last weekend. So make sure you're getting a reservation or call ahead ahead of time, or you can take the food home, or you can schedule a big carry out, or have a have them cater an event. Whatever it is, North and South Seafood Smokehouse is here for you. Let's get the minute to win it. Are you on Team Rutledge or Team Hamilton? I don't want to pick sides. This is the Minute to Win It, presented by North and South Seafood and Smokehouse, with three locations in Madison, DeForest, and Verona. All righty. Uh, let's get into it. I'm going to be honest with you, Jimmy. When I yeah. came up with this topic, it's harder than I thought it was going to be. Okay. So yesterday was the NBA draft lottery. Okay. I was initially going to do the last 10 number one picks in the NBA. Too hard. Don't, because he was cheating. I don't know if he was guessing. I was wondering why. I don't know if he saw it somewhere. Matt was running through. He kept on asking me about these players. I tried to get in his head. Okay. Because he started like, is Cade Cunningham any good? I'm like, guy. <laughs> I put it. I pulled it up on his laptop. I'm trying to throw him off. Amazing. Thank okay. you. Because yeah. yeah, he was trying to cheat there. I think I might tell him that and be like, "Just kidding." Uh, anyway, I'm looking for the last ten number one overall picks in the NFL, though, which okay. uh, is is harder than it looks. Uh, so we will start in three, two, one. So Bryce Young. That's correct. All right. So then the year prior. Don't even try it. I'm just going to give you that advice. The year prior. Last year. Don't even try it. I think I feel like it was a guy, a defensive lineman, who went to Jacksonville. I just don't know his name. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then the year before that would have been, well, I think Joe Burrow was one. Yep. And then. Uh, 2020. Yeah. The field draft, I feel like a quarterback went number. Well, that was Lawrence. Yep. That's 21. All right. Um, and then I keep on going back here. Quarterbacks who are good. So, Kyler Murray? Yeah, Kyler Murray was 2019. So, by the way, I, yeah. I should have said this at the top. It's 14 through 23. So, is Baker there? Baker's there in 18. I thought, yeah, I thought Oklahoma had a couple there. So, so how many do I have? You have uh, five right now. You have 18, 19, 20, 21, and 23. All right. Still thinking of quarterbacks. I feel like I got to stay you, in You got one. a couple left. I'll tell you that. Okay. So, about 10 seconds. All right. Who else is out there? Quarterbacks in the league. Who probably they're bums now. I'm Cam Newton. It's incorrect. Uh, he was a number one overall pick yeah. just outside this yeah. window. Uh, I think a five spot's good enough to win it, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that's foggy brain because I just can't pull. I'm glad I was able to pull the five. No, I like I there. said, this yeah. is tougher than, than I initially thought when I uh, so, when I saw the well, topic. Well, before Matt comes in, who is the defensive lineman? Uh, Trevon Walker? Okay, yeah. So like, I knew the position and all that stuff. Like so. I don't even remember that name, really. Yeah, which Matt is Hamilton odd. looks very confident coming in. Please set him up. All right, no Matt well, Hamilton no well. can come in. All right, Matt Hamilton, Mr. M- Mr. NBA is excited. Oh, no. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I like – yeah, so you ready? Oh, no. Turn on your microphone. How about you start with that? All right. Oh, no. Oh, no what? I came in and Jim's like, Mr. NBA. Yeah, Mr. NBA's here. He's arrived. Matt, NBA draft lottery was last night, wasn't it? Yes, it sure was. And you called it. I made a prediction and I was right. I'm looking for the last 10 number one overall picks in the NBA. No. You didn't do any research? I honestly had it pulled up a second ago. I know you did. I know. And like, and why, no. why was that? Well, you had pulled it up, and then I was curious about all the people that actually had been drafted first and like how good they were. Would so. you would you like me to know why would you like to know why I pulled it up? No. Because I'm messing with you right now. I'm actually looking for the last ten number one You're overall picks up, in the NFL. I'm looking for the NFL last 10 number one overall picks from 2014 to 2023 number one overall picks. I knew you were going to take the bait. I wanted to see how it worked out. I'm I'm sad you admitted to it. If you told me to do the NBA ones, I'd get three. The ones you were asking me about. Yeah. I was wondering because you brought it up and I'm like, he was asking about Cade Cunningham. Yeah, that was the name I was trying to remember. 
I like couldn't even remember it, so I, I wouldn't be too concerned. Hey, hey, so so much for cold brain, right? right How about yeah. just idiocy brain from <laughs> right. Matt Hamilton? Yeah. All right, I'm, look, I'm looking for the last What's ten number one overall ago? picks in the NFL. Your time starts in three, two, one. Okay, the last fourteen through twenty-three. Number one overall pick was Bryce Young. That's correct. And then last year, I'm going to tell you exactly what I told Jim. Don't even try it. Don't even try to go back by year. No, no, no. Don't do last year's. Okay. Um. Probably because it's a defensive guy. Uh. Maybe it was Burrow number one. He was in 2020. Um. Another number one pick overall. Tua wasn't. Um, gosh, why is it hurting me? It was oh, Jalen was a second rounder. Yeah, the Packers took love over him. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. true. Yeah. Man, why am I blanking so hard on first round picks? Because it's hard. It is hard. It's harder than I thought. And there's like so many defensive and offensive players I'm not gonna be able to think of. I'm just trying. There's to... five quarterbacks on there this is list. There's five quarterbacks. You've gotten two. Yeah. Uh. Excuse me, there's six quarterbacks in this list. Six quarterbacks? Oh, my goodness. And you're out of time. Herbert. No, he was not. No, he wasn't. Who, who were they? All right, Jim wins with a five spot. Matt wow, got two. Matt got two. Congrats to Dan uh, for winning. He actually called you Jimothy when he selected Jimothy. you. I've like so, been called Jimothy before. I like that. I think I have, I've called I have nothing wrong before. with that, yeah. Uh, all right, Bryce Young was 2023. You both got that. Neither of you got 22. It was Trevon now, Walker. No, I was close, though, because I said they drafted a defensive player in Jackson. You said a D lineman, actually. Give yourself more credit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that was well done. Okay. Trevor Lawrence in 21. Oh, my God. Also Jackson, but bless you, Jim. I Thank you. Not. You both got Joe Burrow in 20. Yeah. 19, which Jim got, Kyler Murray to Arizona. Kyler was number one. 18, Baker Mayfield to Cleveland. And two Oklahoma guys. I knew that. So. Ah. Cleveland as well in 2017 selected Miles Garrett on the defensive Ooh, side of the ball. That's tough one. In 16, it was the Rams drafting a quarterback. Any uh, guesses? It's like Goff? Jared Goff in 2016. Wow. In 2015, it was the Buccaneers selecting a quarterback. Jameis. You got it. Jameis Winston. Jameis. And then in 2014, Jadavion Clowney. Last one on this list. Still playing pretty well, but he's been with a couple Seahawks different places. Now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think he's with Seattle now. So there you go. Congrats to Dan, winner of oh Minute to Win It. Oh my gosh, I should be better at that. That was a bad one. Sorry for whoever picked me or, this, or got stuck with me. <laughs> I was picked. So. Okay, uh, duh. Yeah. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.